See the Google Maps article though? Nah. Uh, so there's an article with Google Maps where they found the body of this guy who's been missing for almost 30 years. Oh, no way. William Malt. What? Yeah, it happened in Florida. Yeah. So this, this resident of Wellington called the police and said that a neighbor told him there was a car in the pond behind his house, like behind his house that you could see from uh, Google Maps. Right. And he was like, nah, and his friend was like, oh, and he was like, nah, and he was like, oh, so then he was like, nah, and his friend was like, oh, so, so then he, he called his friend and he was like, hey, friend, do you have a drone? And his friend was like, yeah, I got a drone. He's like, why don't you come fly that drone by my house in the pond? And he said, all right, we'll fly the drone by the, in the house by the pond. And, and he flew the drone in the house by the pond. And sure enough, there was a car. So they called the cops and it was this guy that just went missing, just disappeared. And um, they have no idea what happened to him. Right. 22 years ago, he went to a nightclub. He called his girlfriend at around 930 and said, I'm on my way home, but was never heard from him again. Some speculate that he may have had a little, a bit too much, but he wasn't really known as a heavy drinker. And uh, the crazy thing is, Two weird things. First thing is apparently a lot of cars are sitting in the bottom of lakes. Right. Um, especially in Florida. And I guess they uh, they lowered water levels because they were, oh, for the hurricane that was coming, they lowered the water levels. They discovered six cars in the canal. Um, and one of the vehicles actually had a 47-year-old woman in it who had disappeared. Oh, my God. Before, obviously. What the fuck? Yeah. Obviously, she was dead. I don't think that I needed to right. explain that, but <laughs> just still holding her full breath. clarity. <laughs> she died. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, the policemen, I love police in Florida because they found this body. It's a big thing. And uh, the cops are like, nah, we're never going to find out what happened to him. And they were like, what do you mean? And he's like, you can't determine what happened that many long, that many years ago. Right. All we know is he went missing off the face of the earth and now he's found open and shut right. case. And I'm like, it's not an open and shut case. There's a lot yeah. to this, but. Oh, that's fucked up, yo. Yeah. <laughs> the one dude's still like, nah. So uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, now that you, of course, now you're sparking my memory, man. I forgot uh, my lady was telling me about, uh, I just looked up the article. Uh, more than 2,000 fetal remains found at home of state's most prolific abortion doctor. Did you hear about that? What, he keeps them? I, exactly. Just, exactly. What? It's fucking weird. So it said, all right, so here it goes. So more than 2,000 medically preserved fetal remains were found at a deceased abortion provider's Illinois home Thursday by his family as they sorted through his belongings, authorities said. So apparently this dude died September 3rd, worked for decades at the uh, women's pavilion clinic in south bend indiana 
in that clinic in Gary and Fort Wayne. But yeah, investigators arrived at his house and found 2,246 fetal remains, according to the sheriff's office. I'm sorry. The coroner's office took Jesus. possession of them. No evidence indicates that medical procedures were performed at his house and his family is cooperating with the investigation. Uh, no other information is immediately available. That's fucking creepy, man. That's the shit yeah, fucking no, nightmares that's... are made of, man. That's really fucking weird, especially considering that they find this shit, you know, was just like a week and a half after he died. Yeah, and it's... It just doesn't make it like it seems like something that like it seems not real. Like it seems like something that someone that's so against abortion believes. You know what I mean? It's just like I can't believe that you're for going to some doctor so we could take a baby out of you and then bring it right, home and right. put it in his floor. Oh yeah, they're eating that up. Yeah, they're eating that up right now. But that's that's just it's it's funny because it, I mean, it's not funny. But when they say you know, all right, so two thousand two hundred forty-six fetal remains. Like, what exactly are these remains? Yeah. Are these like the fetuses? Are these body parts of the fetuses? But still, that's a lot of fucking remains. That is a lot to to find, and it just makes you think. It's like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, what's a logical explanation for that? Why would that even be a thing right yeah, now? Yeah, I would love to hear the I would love to hear the family side of it. Did you ever you ever borrow a pen from someone at work and then you got home and realized that the pen was still yeah. in your pocket? <laughs> it's it's kinda like it's kinda like that. It's oh <laughs> awful. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, yo, he was considered apparently Indiana's most prolific abortion doctor, with tens of thousands of procedures performed. Blah 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 blah. The state suspended his medical license in 2016 for failing to exercise reasonable care for violating notice and documentation requirements. That's is that something to put on a resume? You're the most prolific abortionist. Right. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Wow, that's... Like, think about how many times in your life have you heard the word prolific? Right. I think I think a Jim Jones. Because I've heard it about... I think a Bird Gang, if you remember <laughs> that song, Prolific. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I think about a thousand times, and one time it was Jim Jones, and then 999 times it was on Forensic right. Files. Because serial killers is the only time right, I ever hear prolific. the term prolific. I'm the best um, damn abortion doctor out here. Look me up. Yeah. You see a pregnant girl? Not a girl. Right, right. No, you're wrong. <laughs> I suck babies out of everyone. Oh, nah, that's, yeah, this is fucking <laughs> creepy, man. It reminds me of um, Ouija. Have you seen Ouija, Origin of Evil? Yo, that was, a, that was the one I actually liked. I Yo, that was, like it was really good. Nah, the yeah. first one I didn't even bother watching the first one, but the second one was fucking awesome. I thought, and um, yeah, the devil, like, the, like what was it? The devil's doctor is that what the dude was called? Um, and apparently, the house that they lived in, mm-hmm. he used to belong to like a a, a fucking uh, a surgeon from from Germany. That was he was a Nazi fucking uh, surgeon or some shit. And they yeah. called him the devil's doctor. And the story went that apparently some Jewish dude that escaped you know that shit ended up coming to america and happened to cross paths with the devil's doctor and the guy like somehow got him to his house and fucking 
tortured them and that's what this reminds me of. That's fucking weird. Yeah, hmm. dude. Only babies. Oh wow. Only Hold up. Babies. Investigators found well, dismembered remains. What's that? I don't know if you know this, but it's actually a fact. Um, you can only abort babies. Scientifically speaking, it's the only thing you can abort. What do you mean? Like, what about abort like a mission or something? <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's shit. like mission aborted, <laughs> baby aborted. Apparently, this is a uh, fucking brain eating amoeba too. Uh, out here in these in these waters, yeah, man, because some ten year old Texas girl apparently just died after contracting the brain eating amoeba. She went dipping in a lake, <sighs> fucking lake, and um, yeah, that's pretty fucking scary that you can't even. But she, it was near Waco. Not like that means anything. I guess when I see Waco, I think of Branch Davidians and David Koresh and all that shit. But uh, bro, so Waco. Not to take away from this poor girl, but Waco is probably my favorite cult um, story because it's so insane. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like it seems like somebody made a parody movie about cults and they and it was Waco. Like, <laughs> just and it's not even what they did. It's right. like what the cops did. Right. Like the fact that they played like achy, breaky hard right. on like a loudspeaker on repeat or like dolphin sounds at three in the morning is just so <laughs> insane. To me. Yo, I remember my dad showed me a documentary on that shit. I remember it freaked me the fuck out, man. Like when they like they so they like bomb it and and uh like fucking you know they, they show like the the, the uh, remains of like children and, and you know how the cyanide fucked their deformed their bodies and curled their bones up that shit was fucking scary man yeah man it's um it, it's like it says in history that the two the two most important cults uh was cold situations was Waco and Jonestown because Jonestown is an example of us as far as like the good guys, police, federal agents, whoever's involved, not doing enough. They didn't do enough to stop Jonestown. Right. And Waco is the polar end of that, which is they did way too much, way too quickly. It's, it's real funny that you before they up, even knew what was going on. It's funny yeah. that you bring up Jonestown after talking about Jim Jones with uh, <laughs> the other song, and then yeah. it's fucking Jim. Here we go with Jim Jones again. Every single time I fucking yeah think of Jim Jones, I think of a uh, road trip. It's fucked up. Remember the dude who drinks the uh, road trip. Yeah, remember at the end. Remember the creepy dude that likes uh, Amy Smart's character and Road Trip. And at the end of it, they said that he went to go start a cult, but he drank the punch too soon and he died first. And everybody else is like, fuck this shit. They just start throwing down their solo cups. (laughs) Everyone else decided not to do it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so I don't even want to cover this fucking... I'm sorry, man. You already know me, man. Here comes the morbid train. I didn't mean to fucking uh, get that that going, man. But uh, yeah, kids is dying and... Fetal remains are being found, and, and uh, sorry, man, I'm over here. Yeah, I'm over here, like scanning through this shit. Like, what the fuck else sticks out? Apparently, they're coming out with another Suicide Squad. I don't know why. What did you think of Suicide Squad, man? Um, so it's it's funny. Um, first time I loved it, or first time I hated it. Um, second time I loved it. 
but I actually hated it both times. I just, just, Jade just allowed me to have sex with her for the first time. Uh, and then she was like, this is my favorite movie ever. And I was like, oh man, I'll sit this again. Oh, okay. She asked me, she's like, have you seen it? And I was like, I don't know the right answer if I should say I liked it or hated oh, it. So I played Oh my God. No. I... no, never saw it. She's like, oh, we have to watch oh, it Oh my now. God. You know, you're going to have um, to come clean with her about that someday, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at the wedding. <laughs> I think I think I I might have already came. Uh, okay, I don't know. yeah, because that 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 shit. I remember I went I went into the theater when we watched it. I, I felt like I was defending it so hard. I remember how how it was just getting shit on by critics, and I guess I was just in such disbelief. It was like yo, that trailer was so flames for it with uh, ballroom blitz, and you know they, they, it's so funny how. That's that's what trailers are good for, man. They want to get people to come and see the shit. I, I thought that movie was fucking awful. Um, I remember when when I was defending it, uh, a friend of mine commented. He was like, "Would you compare it to like The Dark Knight or like Batman and Robin with George Clooney?" And I was like, "Oh, definitely Batman and fucking Robin with with George Clooney, <laughs> which is still a great movie with hella fucking quotables in it." No, it's not like a real good movie, Brian. I mean, like it's a guilty pleasure, good movie. <laughs> fucking George Clooney and and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with his fucking ice uh, jokes. Freeze. Yeah, with his fucking <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Chill, <laughs> chill, chill. Oh, my heart beats you know, cold I'm, for you. It's like yo, he had all of them. I recently watch that not the whole thing it was on like tbs when i was visiting my friend's baby right. and all you can do is watch tv because babies are very very boring yes their first few months being alive um but man george clooney's not a really good actor yo he's he's i honestly i really don't understand um I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I know he he was apparently he was in some critically acclaimed movies. I've never seen up what is it? Up, up, away? Is that the movie? The movie Up? No, no, not, <laughs> not Up, Up, and Away. I think it's like a movie where he falls in love with a stewardess or some shit, or he has some relationship with a stewardess. Apparently it was good. I don't know if Catherine Zeta-Jones was in I, it. Listen, I, think I, made I definitely know that it's not critically acclaimed. Oh, okay. Um, just because any movie with the title Up, Up, and Away right. is not going to It reminds be you of Kid Cudi, right? Claimed. Up, Up, and yeah. Away. And the only movie... Fucking... The only movie that I found with Up, Up, and Away does not have him in it. And it is a bad... Look. It's a Disney movie. It's a bad-looking movie. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, man. I think the movie I'm talking about is Up in the Air. That's what it's called. Uh yeah. yeah. Like think about that. <laughs> and winner of best uh, best picture is Up Up and Away. Right, right. Fucking, fucking uh Steve Harvey <laughs> shit. Oh, I made a mistake. Oh that was the best. Oh, up in the up air. Up in the air. Yeah, this just looks like the, the cover just looks like a you know It's a shame when I see movie of the Anna year. Kendrick's name, I'm already like ah, I'm good. I'm good. Although, although, first off, Pitch Perfect was great. But Pitch Perfect was awesome. Pitch Perfect was awesome. Um, have you ever seen A Simple Favor? I'm going to treat this like I did with Jade, and I want to hear your opinion first. Um, okay. 
I remember when it came out, the trailer was very mysterious. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, and that kind of stuff always intrigues me. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought the movie it was it was a lot goofier than I thought it was gonna <laughs> yeah. be. It was a lot fucking goofier. I didn't expect it to be a, a black comedy, pretty much. But uh, I thought it was. I thought it was better than I expected, man. Honestly, and while it was cheesy, it was still one of those movies. Why, like that? That still kind of pissed me off. Because even her role in it, like I still thought she was fucking out of line. Like she was kind of. She was fucking shady. She's the. She's the friend that you. That you don't want to have. That you don't want your girl to have. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she wasn't shit. It didn't take her long to fucking move in on on uh who was it? Blake Lively's. I don't forget the fucking characters' names in it. But it was yeah. There's it was not cool. really a good person in it. You know, there's really not a good person in the movie. And here, I I didn't think it was bad. My you know the person who recommended it to me loved it. Um, and I was I was severely let down for the exact you know, opposite was like, it really let me down that it was so goofy when it was marketed to be much darker. Cause I was expecting it to be much darker. I was expecting like a, like a mysterious whodunit, you know, type deal. Right. And it was just like, all right, this is goofy. I laughed a few times, but all in all watched it once. And that's, that's, that's more than enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely something that maybe not worth watching again. Um, it's a couple movies out in the theater that I that I definitely want to see. That uh Brad Pitt movie with uh what is that? Ad Astra. Uh, did you did you see trailers for that? Uh, I think he's supposed to be rescuing his father from from space. His father went on a space mission. It's something about space pirates, I think. Um interesting. Yeah. So I, I don't really have cable, so we just recently got cable because it came it came free with our house. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like our community that we live in comes with cable, but you only get one box. So it's upstairs in our bedroom and we watch forensic files. So the only trailer that I see is just one trailer. I see the same trailer every night over and over again. And it's just the kid that's sneaking into the backyard and he cuts in the gate and he climbs into the girl's window and then her dad Uh, opens the door and it's like, you must be Jake's phone or something. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I was just that, watching that, that last night. I was like, yo, he would get his ass whooped, yo. It's like, nah, nah, please keep the commercial going. No, don't stop. Where's this going? Whoop his ass, man. Fuck that. Well, I don't know, man. The way I read the 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 father is just like he's in. No, he's, he's, he's down. In a, he's cool. Yeah. He's cool. No, he's just in a he's in a bad marriage. His wife doesn't love him. <laughs> is that what you mean? Um, <laughs> That's what you got from that. You got yeah, like a whole backstory his, for this guy. <laughs> yeah. This guy just works 60 hours a week and just takes a beating. And he knows that his wife's having an affair. And he knows that his daughter is becoming a hussy just like his wife. And he's just he just doesn't have it in him to fight right, anymore. Right. And I what? get it because I'm like, I'll see you in a few years, my friend, because I'll be right there with you. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't wait to watch or it again. I? Yo, I'm going to see it totally different this time <laughs> around, man. Fucking... Yeah. Uh, I heard about the. Uh, it's funny. I keep telling my lady about this. Uh, the reviews from um, some days. I just go on Rotten Tomatoes and I just see what's see what's popping. See see what's popping on the tomato meter. And uh, I thought it was interesting that this new movie with with Jennifer Lopez called Hustlers. Apparently, Cardi B is in it also. But it's it's been doing very well um, from critics. 
currently has an 87 percent from 195 really? yeah critics on on rotten tomatoes certified fresh uh i think it's interesting that to, it's 2019 and jennifer lopez finally comes out with a decent movie i was watching anaconda yeah. the other day um <laughs> It's so Man. funny how how much how scary that fucking movie used to be, and watching it now, oh, yeah, dude. it's so goddamn cheesy. It's just fucking awful. I, and I remember as a kid, even I haven't seen it in years, but I remember as a kid, I was like, "That was corny as hell." The one scene, so I can only imagine how it looks as an adult is when he's falling out off the uh, waterfall. Yes, yes, and, and the snake comes, comes and gets him. That's that's the scene that yeah. was on. Uh, I happened to turn it on two minutes before that happened, and uh, and then even John Voight, and he's such a creep in it. I I think I don't like John Voight because of his role in that. Uh, just as but an actor. But does he not play a creep in a movie? Oh, he does. He Is does. There a movie where John Voight doesn't play a creep? Well, I think he's well. He's the president in Transformers, right? Isn't he like the president in in the Transformers movie? The, the... Yeah, but you know that Probably was also. Creep, yeah, I was gonna say when when the Transformers come 2009. out, two thousand nine, definitely during the 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 Epstein era. So right, creep, right? Um, Yo, didn't it, didn't it... holes. His job is to watch a bunch of young boys in the desert. You want to hear creep. something, bro? I've never seen Holes. Can you believe that? I've actually never seen it either. Oh, shit. Oh, ain't that some shit? Oh, okay. And I and I read the book. I read the book. I didn't even know it was a book. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, seventh grade reading. Seventh I, grade I came at eighth class. grade. In eighth grade. And I yeah. got it. You know what's funny is I'm looking at John Voight's IMDb right now, and this dude has been in like a lot of critically acclaimed movies that he most certainly was not a creep in. Most. Oh of yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I like he was in like some big Hollywood hits, like The Karate Dog from 2004, starring John Voight and Chevy Chase. <laughs> hold up, hold up, oh, wait, 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 wait. You just say John Voight and Chevy Chase? Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, you know what, man? The Karate Dog. You never, never saw it. Never heard of it. Never even. Yeah, nah. I do like Chevy Chase. He's funny. In uh, the vacation yeah. movies, except and... for when he like flipped out over the whole. What he yeah. flip out over? And that whole wasn't he in the remake? Yes, he did. He is. He but what did he flip out... out over? I'm sorry. Uh, he he called and left some like insane voicemail on the creator of Community's phone. And that's why the guy who created Community got fired for a season. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So what did he like snitch or something? Yeah, he did, like some bitch shit. Chevy Chase, that so is. So he just he Chevy Chase called him and flipped out, left him a voicemail, and it's not like he flipped out on the guy's phone. The guy got fired. He got fired because he ended up playing. I think he was at like a con or something. He ended up playing the voicemail. Oh like, wow! For all oh, to hear or something. Shit. I see. Yeah. I didn't even know Chevy Chase played a character on Community. Okay, it makes sense now. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I never really. Tony, you, you got to watch. I'm gonna that have, have to revisit that. Yo, have you ever have you ever watched the show called Letter Kenny? No, but i i saw I saw a clip of it that was pretty funny. Uh, I forget who sent it to me, but it was pretty funny. Nick Manet loves that shit. Hopefully, he hears this episode. I don't like it. I don't get yeah. it. I don't understand Canadian humor. I don't know if that's uh, 
fucked up to say, but uh, <laughs> no, I, it's not. Like I said, I, the clip I saw Letter Kenny, I thought was I thought was pretty funny, but I will absolutely say the one hype that I never understood. And like my best friend, we think everything we are so aligned with what we find funny, but he thinks Trailer Park Boys is so funny. Oh, I do too. I don't even. Oh my god, are you can't. We talked I, about this before, man. What? Yo, Trailer Park know, Boys I is great. Oh my goodness, I felt like honestly at at one point I, I think I would put I would have put that up there with Always Sunny, man. I I thought every I don't remember seeing a, a Trailer Park Boys episode that I didn't fucking like. I thought all of them were fucking really? hilarious. Yeah, man. I thought the cast was great. Fucking Leahy and Bubbles and motherfucking J-Rock. And that shit's hilarious, bro. You're going to no. make me rewatch that, man. I'm about to binge watch it. Shit, <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, I get Look, Look, I get it. There's a lot of stuff I love that, that you'll probably hate. And I don't, I don't know, but... Uh... I just don't find it nah, funny, so, man. I don't. You like know, it's it. funny. It's two. It's two types of people in this world. It's just the people that don't give a fuck when you, you know, like me right now. I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. You know, everybody's not supposed to like what I like, but it's the people out there that get like offended. It's like you don't, you don't like Trailer Park Boys. Like, I'm gonna get off this fucking podcast and like make a new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need a yeah. guest. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Brian doesn't like trailer <laughs> I like I like start a new one and act like I have a co-host, but it's just me. It's me and me. <laughs> this is Cooler Day Law with Khalil and, and Brian. And, and this is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Khalil, I just want to say you have awesome tastes in, in movies and shows and stuff like that. I just I don't know if I've ever said that. Like make you take yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. How, how would you think of that impression, yo? I thought it was spot on. I oh, was, hey there. I'm Brian. Like, no, I I'm Brian. It's like the, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, I'm Adam Sandler. I'm, that's my boy. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> yo, apparently Adam oh, Sandler man. has a stand up on Netflix that's good. That came out a year ago. It was called 100% Fresh. This doesn't ring a bell. Mm-hmm. It oh, does. Okay, I haven't. I gotta get up on my uh, <laughs> my stand up shit, bro. I I didn't think it was nah. that great. Like I, I I I really want you to watch it because I don't I I don't on like I could get Trailer Park Boys like it's not for me, but it was like. Dude, everyone was like, yo, Adam Sandler, it's just like his old stuff. And I watched it and I was like, you have never heard Adam Sandler's old stuff because this is not, this is like, this is like Big Daddy the stand-up. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Big yeah, Daddy the stand-up. It was just cool. <laughs> it was just corny. I don't yeah. know. Like, it just wasn't yeah. funny. Now I believe you. Now, Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr's new stand-up, that's yeah. funny. Brian, you can't say that. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And that that wasn't me, you all. That was the Brian that said that. I know it's yeah. quite confusing at this point. I just went to go Google 100% and a fucking calculator came up. That was weird. I don't know why that would happen. There's a little <laughs> life hack that says 100% equals one. Thanks. Thanks for telling me that. Oh. 
Oh, God. It's good to know. The more you My know. My wife just texted me telling me that uh, nobody's at the bus stop, so she's worried. Hmm. Why? Because uh, <laughs> maybe the bus came early today. You know, this motherfucker had the nerve. This nigga had the nerve to be on time today. Are you kidding me? For the longest, we started we started trying to fill him out. We were like, yo, this dude's clearly following that CPT, man. So we ain't got to fucking leave anytime soon. It's like, nah, kick your feet up. I'm playing Spider-Man and shit. And this dude showed up on time today. And what if he showed up early today? And what if, what if our daughter got oh, taken? No. It's getting real. Liam yeah. Neeson. You're going to be taken. Yeah. I really hope, because, like, I'm going to have to edit this as soon as we're done, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> and I just hope that, hope hope that, that she like, makes it home. You're, you're not on the phone. Oh, okay. The yeah. Like, right, right, right. She should right. have put the bus up while everyone else is <laughs> listening to this. Like, <laughs> ah, 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 what if she not taken? Yo, keep it. Keep it. If that does happen, Ronnie, you have my permission, yo. People need to see this. People need All to right. hear this. We're raw. Yeah, We're man. raw. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? For this... uh, Going to see three from hell. Are you? No, nah, nah, I'd rather hear this. Yeah, I, I didn't... Um, I've never been a big Rob Zombie fan. Honestly, I didn't like Devil's Rejects. Is this a sequel? Oof. This now, is, yes. all of these to Devil's Rejects, which to House of a Thousand Corpses, too. Yes. All right, man. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. What? 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 What, what is it with the Rob Zombie movies? I can't get it. I tried watching Devil's Rejects, and I remember I was. I think mm-hmm. when did that come out? I think we were like 13, 14 when that came out. And um. Yeah, about that. And there was a there's a scene where the guys come in right into the hotel room. And do they like do they like uh-huh. make the son do some shit with the mom or something or something gross something something like that right or am I making this shit up am I a sick twisted uh, motherfucker? The, well, the one the one guy makes the mom give him a blowjob in front of the kids or something. In That's front fucking of her husband. awful. There's no kids. Oh, there are no yeah, kids. No, no, it's. Oh. Oh. No. Oh, no. well, okay. What the fuck am I bitching I mean, about then? All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I just, I got a special love for Rob yeah, Zombie. Do you like his music? Um, I do. I do. Um, and it, it's actually the one, the one guy on the, on the horror movie podcast that I, mm-hmm. that I'm on, uh, with my brother and this guy, Scott, when I first started, I said, Oh, I'm going to have to, I know how to bond with Scott. I'm a, I'm going to get Scott into this new, because Rob Zombie recently had a new album, and I was like, dude, this is so good, blah, blah, blah. Scott's into metal. This is like industrial metal. He'll like it. I said, yo, you got to check out the new fucking Rob Zombie. He hated it. Everyone that I told to listen to hated it, but I loved it. And it just, that's kind of how it's been for every Rob Zombie yeah, movie, too. All I know is, I remember Dracula. He had Dracula because it was in one of, one of the best uh-huh. movies ever, The Matrix. Ah, the best movie. Anyway, yeah, but apparently he was a part of a band called White Zombie. I had no idea until like recently that he was a part of. Yes. And I heard White Zombie was actually pretty good. Well, you know. Well, White Zombie was a metal band through and through. Like, like, um, Rob Zombie is 
industrial metal, you know what I mean? Right. I guess you would call it. White Zombie was okay. a metal band. Okay. Well, I probably... Yeah. It, it, it's, it's so funny, man, with these... With metal music, all the fucking subgenres. Dude, too all many the of them, man. It's too it's many ridiculous. Of them. I was trying to get into uh, it's a band called the Dillinger Escape Plan that uh, people fucking mm. love. They say they're one of the best. Apparently, they were like one of the scariest uh, bands to see live. But um, apparently, really good. Everything that they released met critical acclaim. But um. I was looking at one of their CDs. I was on Wikipedia because I get sucked into that fucking rabbit hole of Wikipedia. And um, one of the fucking uh, genres that they were classified as was mathcore. Mathcore, huh? <laughs> yeah, mathcore, which is, uh, let's see, a genre of music often seen as a, a subgenre of metalcore. Uh, blah 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 blah. It, it's so it's it's so fucking stupid because I feel like okay, so mathcore emphasizes complex and fluctuant rhythms through the use of irregular time signatures, polymeters, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce this last fucking word, but tempo check, whatever, man. Math rock, math mathcore, metalcore. Fuck this shit, man. It's like, why the fuck do we even still listen to this music, man? I don't know. I don't know, man. I love it. What do you think of um, Marilyn Manson? Yo, I like Marilyn Manson, honestly. I feel like, uh, I mean, I... I've... Okay. I know all of Marilyn Manson's, like, I know his singles. I've never actually dived into his discography, but... um, Mm -hmm. But uh, I remember listening to when he came out with, what was his, he came out with a, a CD, uh, his newest one was called Heaven Upside Down, I was back in 2017, I remember listening to that, and I remember liking it a lot, I always mm-hmm. liked his voice, as much as he's not, he's not a fucking singer, but his his voice is just so damn eerie, and it's kind of soothing at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And he did he did dope ass covers, man. Because I love when he does like personal Jesus and sweet dreams Person. are made of this and or over that was that his yeah sweet dreams are made of this and uh, tainted love was fucking dope. Tainted love is probably my favorite. Between tainted love, he does the uh, the the Lost Boys theme song that's up there for me, and he does um, this is Halloween, and those are probably like my top three. Marilyn Manson covers because he does a decent amount of covers. I feel like, um, but yeah, I love that one. Right, he, hold on, he did. This is Halloween, like, like the Nightmare, From, Before, uh, Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about that? No, it's it's really good. It's really good. Um, let's play a clip of it now. really good nice nice yeah i fuck with that all right all right i felt like uh i felt like the pootie tank scene this is a new song 
My Cold. booty tang, yeah. <laughs> and then one agent do turn that goddamn noise down, damn it. Dude, they <sighs> Pooty Tang, man. By my man Pooty Tang. What a what a great movie. That's a great what a what would you what would you give that if you had the power of the rotten tomato, what would you give that movie? Probably so listen, I that. I I give movies ratings based on their genre right right so i would give pootie tang like 95 to 99 percent easily right based on like the goofy like parody genre like you know kind of you know yeah like you know yeah same with black dynamite dude yo black, black dynamite's dynamite. that shit yo black dynamite is fucking awesome just the scene when the knife comes flying and hits the guy's like, ha, threw that shit for a walk to the room. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does a great job uh, as that fucking Rowan. Even uh, my favorite part is uh, when he goes to see Chicago Wen, who's, who's played by uh, the actor that played Bubba in Forrest Gump. Do you remember that scene when he goes and sees... Uh, <laughs> Chicago win and he's like asking him about his brother and at one point he's like yeah you know I he's like I'm not gonna tell you shit you better off getting the fuck out of here and and Pootie I mean Pootie Tang wow Black Dynamite starts walking you think he's about to leave the store the store that he's in and all the henchmen start talking shit yeah that's right punk you better leave blah 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 and he like locks the door and then they're like oh shit he just starts whooping their asses that's a great movie man I feel like that should have been on the fucking top five movies you ever seen yet, but that's the reason why we can always fucking do it again. Shit, sequels. Here, let's do this right on the spot. We'll and we'll see how much we have in common. Okay, all right. Um, segregation top five, right? All right. So top five, top five black parody movies and top five white parody movies. Okay. Whenever you're ready, unless you want me to go. No, well, let's see. All right, all right, par- all right. So you talking about like black exploitations? Like something along just like those lines. Anything that's like mocking, like that's mocking a genre of movies, a parody right. movie. All right. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to think of parody movies without um, bringing up the fucking Wayans brothers, but of course that's what they're good for. Um, would I'm gonna get you sucker be a part of this? Yes. Okay, because I thought that movie was fucking classic. I hate when people haven't seen that movie. I feel like that's like the one that started it all for that's on my list yeah no that movie's sure. fucking awesome and krs ones in the in the movie at the end and he fucking performs jack of spades that's how the fucking movie goes off that shit is banging and and even you know uh oh i i love damon waynes and uh kadeem hardison they're like the the people that come in uh they work for the man and they show up at the at the at the mom's house in the beginning asking for money saying that their son still owes the money and uh that at one part, the one dude's in there and he's like, she's like, we ain't got no money. And Damon Wayne's like, uh, no shit. And then the other dude's like, yeah, look at this shit. What the motherfucker? He starts like picking up the pillows, like, what the fuck is this shit? Picks up the orange, like, y'all got oranges and shit up in here. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, so that's mine right there. That's that's my number one. That's for the black side. We doing a white side too. Black side, yeah, white yeah. side. So that's Oh, that's your number one. That's my number five. Okay. All right. All right. We named a few of mine already. Because I got, I got, I'm going to get you, sucker. Black Dynamite. Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. All right. How about, uh, 
How about CB4? CB4, right? CB4 is really good, man. And thank you, you for showing me CB4. You showed me CB4, yo. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because I remember you used to always do the, oh, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. And you'd be like, yo, CB4. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I've never seen it. And then I saw B4. Yeah. I, I <laughs> see B4. Um, I'm like, damn, what, what other other black exploitation movies, man? Um, fuck. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nah, I'm still drawing a blank. Oh, where's Google when you need it? I'm over here like how the Okay, fuck? I, I change I, I, I gotta change mine. So everything I just went through would be in basically the right order, except I'm gonna get you sucker would be number four, and then I would probably throw blank man. Oh, Blank Man. I feel like that would be considered a parody. It's a parody of superheroes, right? Blank Man, yeah. Blank, Whatever. Blank Man was cool. Have you ever seen Meteor Man? With Robert no. Townsend? I always thought when, no. when I was younger, so of course being, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of my fellow black folks can can relate to this, but uh, it was something about being a kid and seeing black superheroes. I always thought that shit was cool because it just wasn't something I was used to seeing. Um Mm-hmm. But Meteor Man, I remember Meteor Man was Robert Townsend's movie. Um, I think he directed it. It actually it has a lot of people in it, bro. Um, Don Cheadle has a role in it. He's one of the bad guys. Uh, another bad creation. Eddie Griffin's in it. James Earl Jones, Marlon Gibbs. It was a lot of fucking people in it. Um, Sinbad, of course, you know, when you got Sinbad, Bill Cosby was in this motherfucker. Big Daddy Kane was in this movie. Luther fucking Vandross was in this movie. Bro, I would totally recommend Meteor Man. I'm looking already as I Google it. I'm like 29 on Rotten Tomatoes. Y'all were fucking hating. Um, I mean, it's pretty much like, you know, it, I guess you can only do the the the, the uh, ripoff of Superman so many times. It's not like he was, you know, like an alien that landed in the family found. And this ain't like some bright burn shit. It was actually a meteor that comes from the sky and uh goes into robert townsend and yo that scene alone is fucking creepy i remember being like fucking three four years old watching the scene where robert townsend is running from this meteor you see it come out of the sky and it just comes and starts chasing after him down this damn alley and it was so terrifying even now watching it that scene is a little disturbing but uh yeah, so Robert Townsend gets the power of the meteor. He has x-ray vision. He can fly. He has super strength, you know, but he's helping the fucking black community that's, you know, infested with crack and fucking gangs. And it was, it was, I thought it was a cool piece. Honestly, would be worth um, remaking, in my opinion. I'm going to have to look up that fucking scene, man, because that meteor, man, the fucking meteor scene is fucking ridiculous, bro. I'm going to have to send you that. But uh, Meteor Man, I'm sorry, but I t- is it a parody? Is that in your it's list? It's not really. I don't know if it's really a parody though, because it was a serious fucking movie, yo. So I guess it wouldn't okay, be a parody. Be. Nah. So uh, scratch that shit. <laughs> sorry about that. What do you got? No, no, no. So, so what's your top five? My top black parody. Okay, so oh shit, yo, would Django be in this? Jan- nah. Not really. Nah. All right, so. I mean, I would definitely have Black Dynamite. So if, if looking at mine, so I would definitely have Black Dynamite. I would definitely have Pootie Tang as well. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Um, 
I hear my daughter just got home from from school. She about to come in okay. here. She was it. Yeah, she was. She's good. She's she good, y'all. Um. Oh my god, I'm looking at all of these movies that I've never. Pam Greer was in a lot of these fucking movies, huh? Fucking Black Belt Jones. How dare I, bro? Black Belt Jones. Black Yo, Belt Jones. yes, man. With Jim Kelly, man. You know to get that redemption from a. Uh, from uh, Enter the Dragon, because that shit broke my heart to see him hanging from those fucking chains when I was younger watching that. Yo, Enter the Dragon is fucking fire. Can we just agree on that? Like, is that, are we in agreement with that? Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee and fucking John Saxon and Jim Kelly, awesome movie. And that shit came out like in 1973. Bro, I fucking make time to see that. Like, when it comes on, I remember, I'm almost positive I still have it saved in my recordings on Xfinity, but, uh, I will put that in there, man. Let's see. Fucking. Where am I at, bro? So I got Black Bell Jones. I got motherfucking. Yeah, one, one more. more. Um, and then you got to think of a, of a white oh, parody. fuck. List. All right, yo. Um, fuck. It's so funny because I'm so inclined to like go for like the hood movies. Because I was totally about to say Juice. And I'm like, no, that's not a black exploitation. That's like a hood movie, but it's not. And it doesn't have to be black exploitation because most black exploitations aren't parents. Right. Right. You know, I guess because because uh, like Black Dynamite is a parody of right, black exploitation. Right. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, fuck, man. I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm gonna have to figure that out, man. Um. God damn. Hmm. I don't know. I think I'm at four. All right. We'll stay okay. at four. It was put on the spot. Now, do you have your list for, for five white? Cause I have no, I want to hear yours too. first and maybe I could get some uh, inspiration. Okay. Number, f- number five, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, well, yeah. That's a great fucking movie, no. man. Number four, Blazing Saddles. I've never. All right, so I've never seen number that. three. Fuck. Number three, Young Frankenstein. Number two, not another team oh, movie. Hell yeah, man. And number one, McGruber. Yo, McGruber might actually be my favorite parody of any of, of any movie. I feel like genre. I can. I I would have to watch that again. The one part that cracked me up was when uh, he recruits all of the fucking uh, wrestlers. And I remember the first time I watched that, I was like, oh, man, it's about to fucking go down. Like, oh, shit, Chris Jericho, Mark Henry, you know, Big Show, I think, was in it. And then, of course, they fucking died. Uh It reminded me of Deadpool 2. (laughs) Have you seen that? Like, Deadpool 2. Oh, my God. Never mind. And I don't even want to spoil that for you then, man. That's funny because now I'm looking over here. Of course, I relied on on, uh, Google to show me a list of parody films and I'm like, this is going to be easy as far as the white parody movies go because Tropic Thunder would be a parody, right? Tropic Thunder was fucking awesome. What Would you consider that to be in this? All right, sure, Tropic Thunder sure. was a fucking classic. I wish I, I would have seen that in the movie theater. I remember being 17 when I heard about Tropic Thunder coming out and being, you know, uh, I was on my uh, Black Revolutionary shit when I was 17. So I remember how offended I was mm-hmm. when uh, I heard Robert Downey Jr. was going to be playing a black guy. I was like, yo, that's fucking racist. 
And of course, now I, I think that's my favorite <laughs> part of the movie, especially when I forget that that's Robert Downey Jr. So that's definitely, I don't know. These are no ranking. Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, okay. I, I hate to say, um, I hate to say scary movie, and I would even consider just a scary movie, like the the, the, the series in general. Um, I mean, the first one was classic to me, man. It still is. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm definitely going to still not another team movie, bro. And, you know. No, no, listen, I want to see yeah, how many we have on the same. Definitely, definitely not anything. another team movie. The one that sparked my man Chris Evans' acting career. If it wasn't for that, when he wasn't being none of this shit, he was fucking Human Torch. Then he was motherfucking Captain America. He was in, a, what was the one movie? Uh, Snowpiercer. But he all, he started off as Jake Wilder, man. And and uh, that's a great movie, yo. So quotable. Let's see another one. I'm like, I I would say, I'm like, I never really got into Austin Powers like that. Yo, don't be a fucking menace. Where was that? I forgot all about that. God damn. Huh. Yeah, that could have been on your that other could. list. Well, I mean, hey, guess what? That's number five. <laughs> there you go. You found all right. it. All right, there you go. And uh, but back, back from black. Come pow, yo. I know that's corny as shit. I know that's corny as fuck, man, but I still watch Kung Pao, and as dumb as it is, I, it still gets me, man. Um the one part when he uh when when the when the dude Betty, when he first reveals that's his name, he's like, call me Betty. <laughs> and the dude's like but isn't that a woman's name? And then they have to stare down. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. And it like shows somebody's nipple at one point. It was just shit like that you appreciate as a 10-year-old, man, you know? Yeah, I haven't seen it since. Yeah, it's... I mean, I run it I run it the cassette on, you know, the VHS on uh, at fucking Blockbuster, and I haven't seen it since. But I loved it. When yeah, I read it. yeah. Now nah, that shit is is definitely. Apparently, I need to get up on my uh, parody movies, man. Because I, it's so funny. I'm like, oh, it says the Starving Games. Okay, I was like, wait a minute, why is the Hunger Games on here? Oh, the Starving Games. Okay, okay. So where am I at? I said, I said Kung Pao, Kung Pao, motherfucking, not another team movie, scary movie. Dewey Cox, Tropic Thunder. I think that's five. <laughs> Yo, would Borat, would you consider Borat to be a parody movie? I was debating it. I wouldn't, but it, it is, is a great, great movie. movie. That's another movie I wish I would have seen in the theater. Um, Dude, I I watched that this year. Like, I was like, man, I haven't watched this movie in a while. Let me just put it on. And I shouldn't have laughed at a movie I saw that much, but it still cracks oh, me yeah, up, dude. Yo. It's and it's funny up. to think, like, I wish they did more movies like that. I love movies that fuck with people. So even like the one scene when when he mm-hmm. goes to the uh, where is he at? He's at like a, a derby. Is he at like a derby or like a monster truck or like some fucking or was it a rodeo? And he sings the fucking national anthem. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And the people in the fucking crowd going fucking crazy, man. Like shit like that that puts people. As much as I hate. Sometimes saying, uh, you know, people put in awkward situations. I don't know. Something about that movie cracked me up, especially when he's like hanging out in the hood and 
you know, he goes into the hotel, calls the dude Vanilla Face and shit, and then they end up like asking him mm-hmm. to leave. I don't know, man. It's, and you, you got to give it up to that dude, that actor. He's so fearless, so good, yeah. so good on his toes. Yeah. I mean, dude, did you did you watch Who Is America? I remember. I think I saw one episode of it, man, and it was it was fucking hilarious. I forget. I'm trying to remember. I've only seen it once. I'm pretty sure I was fucking high out of my mind when I watched it. But he's like sitting with the family. He's with the family uh-huh. and they're eating. And he, I forget what he brings up. And it, it was being married to a dolphin. Is that what it was? Yes. Are right, you have? It's it's the guy who's like the Uber Bernie Sanders fan, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was. He's married to a dolphin. He. Because that's like my favorite one. He gets people so uncomfortable yes. and it's so funny. There was the one where he went to like a super, super conservative, like redneck town and was pitching them. He went to a town meeting and pitched them on building a mosque. Yes, and yes. Oh, yeah. And so all the people that were just so against it. They're like, what the heck? Like, and it's a shame because it's like, wow, yo, really? These people exist. But it's so funny. And it's so funny how good he is on his feet. Like the one scene I fucking lost it is when they're arguing with him and they're like, we just don't want Muslims here. And the guy's like, he's like, we're lucky. Uh, we're lucky. We let black people live here. Oh my God. And he was like, you're right. You're right. You are very lucky. Cause this is what they do to the community. Oh and this is my God. And he's like, that's not right. what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> Yes. Now that is, yeah, in, in that regard, when you say how he's on his toes, it's like, doesn't yeah. doesn't miss a beat. It's like, he's prepared for any scenario. Guess he mm-hmm. just got fucking ammo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah, bro, but I don't have, what, what was that? Did that come on Showtime or was that HBO? Showtime. Oh, it might, I might be able to still watch that shit then. Because I have yeah. Showtime and I have stars, but I don't have HBO. So I fucking suck, apparently. And they're coming out with a new Watchmen, yeah, sure. a new Watchmen series. Real nice. quick, what did you think of Watchmen? Never saw it. Yeah, I thought it sucked. Yeah, put that on tape. <laughs> put that on tape. That shit was whack. Yo, Eric Wojciech swears by this fucking movie. And I remember Dude, I- sitting there watching this shit and I'm like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't never saw it. I can't say. Well, if you find time and it's on sci-fi or something with commercials, that's the best time to watch it. And uh make sure you mute it for the movie and unmute it for the commercials. Because commercials be lit these days, fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, let's go to today in history. Also, I'm not editing this episode at all because it's not a real episode, but we are posting nice. it. Um so I'm not going to have the cool little thing. I'm going to put this cool day law intro that you've all heard. Right, right. And uh, Ah, shit. I have to. I already promised them I'd play them a clip of this is Halloween. So I guess I'll edit it a little oh, bit. Okay. Um, damn. Um, but today in history is today, September 16th in 1920s. Right. Let me paint a picture to you of September 16th, 1920. If Lower Manhattan's financial district was the center of American capitalism in the 1920s, then the southeast corner of Wall and Broad Street was the most important junction. 
it was dominated by the headquarters of J.P. Morgan and Company, a financial leviathan that had come out of World War I as the most influential banking institution on the globe. So on October 16th, 1920, bank, bank clerks, stockbrokers swarmed around the building fronts. The streets were clogged with automobiles and messenger boys. Few in the lunchtime crowd played any notice, paid any notice to the battered horse-drawn wagon parked in front of the office, nor the driver that had anxiously dropped the reins and hurried off down the street. At exactly 12.01 p.m., a bomb carried in the horse carriage approximately 100 pounds of dynamite exploded outside of the J.P. Morgan building at 23rd Wall Street. The blast derailed a streetcar street a block over and sent debris soaring as high as the 34th floor of the nearby Equitable building. Pieces of the wagon's ill-fated horse landed hundreds of yards away. Stockbroker Joseph P. Kennedy, father of future President John F. Kennedy, was lifted clear off his feet by the concussion, as were many others. Those closest to the wagon were consumed in pillars of flame or cut it or cut to pieces by the hundreds of pounds of metal God fragments damn. that had been cruelly piled on top of the bomb to act as shrapnel. Next came a rain of glass from shattered windows which drenched the streets and nearby offices. The inside of the Morgan building was raked with debris. One piece crushed the skull of the 24-year-old clerk, William Joyce, as he sat at his oh, desk. God. The driver of the wagon managed to escape and this greatly complicated efforts to find the perpetrators. Investigators initially thought it might have been an accident given the lack of a specific target and given that most of the dead were young people working jobs such as mess messengers. Wall Street was, went, was rendered a no man's land of splattered blood, broken glass and charred bodies. The air was thick with smoke and soot and several limbs littered the ground. Trading at the stock exchange ground a halt and some 20,000 New York City policemen and Red Cross nurses converged on Wall Street to comb through the wreckage. The bomb ended up killing 30 people instantly, and a further eight died of their injuries later on. Hundreds more were injured, many of them burned or maimed by flying glass and shrapnel. Bandaged office clerks returned to their desks, and all signs of the blast were covered up or swept away, including many pieces of evidence that may have helped the police in the investigation. That afternoon, thousands of New Yorkers descended on the scene of the disaster and joined in traditions of America the Beautiful and the National Anthem. Looming behind them was the Morgan Building, its marble edifice marred by fist-deep holes from bombs. The scars are still visible on the building today. The FBI was never able to decisively say who carried out the bombing. Today, historians and investigators believe it was the work of anarchists who had been responsible for a series of attacks across America in 1919. It was believed that this group were Italian anarchists who followed Luigi Galani were responsible. He had recently been deported and it's speculated the bombing may have been in retaliation for that. The attack would remain the deadliest terrorist incident on U.S. soil until the Oklahoma City bombing 75 years later. The case has still never been Damn. solved. Yes, the Wall Street bombing. That was fucking graphic too, man. Shit. I know. I gave it my all that time, man. Yeah, Listen, that's pretty good. I, 
as as anyone who's still listening can tell to this episode, not a lot of effort was put in this episode, but I did put a lot of effort in that. Yeah. And I and I, I gave you guys 30% for most of the episode. So I wanted to give you 110% at the end. And that's how you saved our episode, bro. Yeah. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> Fuck. Listen. We're not what you call responsible people, right? A podcast is a great idea when you have an idea. So we were like, hey, let's start a podcast because we have this idea. And then we did that idea. Now it's like, oh, no, we have this podcast. It's the same thing when you have kids and you're like, oh, I want a baby. And then you give birth. and You're like, cool, I have a baby. And then a week later, you're like, I have a baby. What do I do with this baby? Right. I'm responsible for this baby. And me and Khalil are not ready to be responsible for a baby, but we are. And we're trying our best. Sometimes, you know, the parents need a break. Sometimes we just need a chill and the, and the baby just fucking does what the baby fucking does. And that's yeah. what you all are witnessing today. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And you may think a baby can't just do what a baby wants to do. And I tell you to watch the documentary Baby's Day Out from the 90s. And if where it follows a baby all across New York City and he gets chased by mobsters and there's a gorilla in it and it's a good, good, good informative documentary is it a parody no 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 and it's not a documentary it's just called you never saw baby's day out nah oh man dude i was wondering i was like why is he not backing me up on baby's nah. day out nah man i don't <laughs> now that i know it's it's a necessity i'll, I'll keep that on, on my lookout you look out for watchmen you watch out for watchmen i look out i watch out for, for, for baby's day out hey on that note you all it is cool day la episode 13 right Episode 13. The the title for this one is This Never Happened. <laughs> that is going to be the title now. You like it that? It's going to be miscellaneous, but it's going to be This Never Happened. Yeah, this Never oh, Happened. Man. Fuck yeah. Y'all tune in next week. All right. Peace out, motherfucker. In this town we call home. Everyone hail to the pumpkin's Terrifying!